Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Hunt, and I am super excited that you are tuning into this episode today. In segment one, what's happening now, I'm talking about Trump and his attacks on the Congresswomen and how racism in America is shaking out. In segment two, self-care, the focus is all on how to take care of you when wrapping up for a launch. In segment three, Black Excellence, the spotlight is on Ruby Love, founder, Crystal Etienne. And finally, in segment four, the biz corner, the focus is on the art of the launch. Are you an entrepreneur ready to launch a product or service? Make sure you take notes. There are no friend hosts this week, so grab your tea and let's talk. Hey, Beautifully Complicated Podcast listeners, I want to help you take your business to the next level by optimizing your processes so that they are streamlined and positioned for growth. Go to my website, www.sheenahunt.com and hit that contact page so that you can shoot over an email to me and start the process of taking you to the next step in your business. Segment one, what's happening now? Hey y'all, so it feels pretty good to settle into a semi-regular cadence with the show. I've been doing a lot of work on streamlining the topics and conversations so that the show flows better and really resonate with you. You guys are the reason I do this show. My main purpose is to affect positive change in at least one person's life. If I can motivate and inspire you to birth your dream, if I can give you tools to get there, then I have been successful in my own purpose. This show, Beautifully Complicated, was developed to speak to the millennial or whomever it resonates with to help them understand their own complexities and how that makes them great and shapes their destiny. Monolithic, we are not. We are multidimensional, thoughtful, insightful, beautiful people who want to change the world and are trying to figure out what's our path to do it. Our path can be found in our complexity. That perfect mix of who we are speaks to what we're supposed to do. That's why I have this podcast. That's why it's structured how it is. I hope it is helpful to you in shining a light on your path to destiny. My purpose is wrapped up in your destiny because I'm here to help you get there. Well, let's chat about what's new in the news, shall we? 
your president is a racist. That's not shocking to most of us. We already knew. His antics, though, over the past few weeks attacking black and brown congresspeople was just the latest reminder. His tweets of and subsequent chants by his supporters at the rally calling to send back U.S. congresswomen to their countries. Mind you, three of the four were born here in the U.S., And the fourth, Ilhan Omar, is a Somalian refugee who is now a U.S. citizen. So basically, they're telling four U.S. citizen women of color to go back to their country. This is their country. He attacked Congressman Elijah Cummings and denigrated the city of Baltimore as a rat-infested place that no human beings would have wanted to live in. (laughs) Never mind the fact that human beings do indeed live there. He tends to speak on infestation and denigrate areas where Black people are. It's almost as if he sees us as being subhuman. That's something racists would think. Anyway, it was yet another disgusting, vile attack on people, U.S. citizens, nonetheless, that this man has levied. He's despicable and a disgrace to the office of the presidency. Here's the thing. Black people are the single most abused group by this country historically and presently, speaking outside of the natives, who are basically the victims of genocide and forced assimilation and resettling, which seriously is incredibly sad and absolutely horrendous in this country. Also need to make sure that they make amends for that as well to the native people. But black people were stolen labor. From 1619 to 1865, they were then stripped of rights that they just gained in about the year 1875. They were subjected to Jim Crow laws for almost a century. Their money was stolen from the Freedmen's Bank, something like a trillion dollars in today's terms. Their businesses and homes burned out repeatedly in communities across the nation from the late 1800s to the 1930s. This year, 2019, is the 100th year since Red Summer 1919. 100 years ago was considered one of the bloodiest summers, bloodiest years for race massacres. Many, many Black people in cities across this country were killed by their white counterparts and neighbors, basically because of jealousy, to be honest with you guys. They were locked out of the basic equality of good education and resources for generations. Still to this day, we have that happening uh locked out of housing by redlining regulations through the 70s and 80s in some areas, and now subjected to mass incarceration, the school-to-prison pipeline, food insecurity, over-policing, and the list literally can go on and on. We didn't do this to ourselves. This was all done systematically. Nothing I have stated was a result of our own actions as a people, but it was the perfect recipe to continue to subjugate a particular group of people. Some of us broke out. Some of us get the right connections. Some of us take certain risks that help us to get additional opportunities. But all of us are still fighting for what others already have in this country. All of us should have full equality in this country and shouldn't feel that we are under the thumb of institutionalized racism. No, we are under the thumb of institutionalized racism and we shouldn't be. 
I say all of this to say that the issues some of our cities struggle with, like Baltimore and Chicago, it's just a symptom of what has been systematically designed to oppress for generations. Those in power don't like to point that out because it's not an easy fix and it doesn't fit their narrative. No Band-Aid can be put on it. It requires invasive surgery. I believe because I'm an optimist and I know great people of all backgrounds are listening to this podcast. I believe we can get to the root cause and do the work to help lift everyone in all of our communities and see just how amazing we are as a nation. We'll see it because it's true and everyone will have the opportunity to do what they were put here on this here earth to do. I believe we can achieve this because we are all connected. Our destinies are connected. When we do what we are called to do, we impact someone else and we help them do the same. There are plenty of Black people in Baltimore doing amazing things for their communities. Right now, there are so many launching businesses under tough circumstances, from cafes to media empires. We thrive in the face of adversity all of the time, and we will continue to do that. But we do not have to do that if this country only allowed us to be as equal as everyone else is here. I say all of this to say, yes, Trump is a racist. There is nothing new there. But he did remind us of the institutionalized racism that has plagued our communities for centuries and that we must do what we can't know, what we were called to do to truly affect change. So I'm a business consultant and coach and serial entrepreneur. I started and run different businesses and I still run a couple at the moment. One thing I want to do is help those in disadvantages, uh, disadvantaged communities who want to also launch a business or grow, what they have is to provide the resources and a little coaching. Working with me isn't cheap. I know my value, what I have to offer, and my prices represent that, as I hope all of you entrepreneurs know and do for yourself. However, it's easy to box people out who really need the help that way. So I want to have a simplified program that helps those women and men out with the basics and connect them with the right resources for success. I'm still trying to think that one through, but I recognize the need is there. I want success for all of us, and that requires helping some of us get it. Segment two, self-care. This episode is really centered around launching. Launching is in business is when we finally make for sale our product or service that we've been working on. It's when we put it out in market like crazy for consumers to purchase. It's a super stressful and busy time for entrepreneurs and our teams. With that being said, I want to focus this segment on how to approach self-care as you're wrapping up and going through the first couple of days of a launch. Are you ready, entrepreneurs? And prepping for a launch, you really want to make sure you're not drowning yourself in work and making it all that you do. Honestly, what you'll find is that you're not as sharp, your message becomes cloudy, and results are inferior than what they could have been. You don't want that. You don't need that. So steal some time away. Tip number one, carve out time in your calendar still for some physical exercise. I'm not talking about outside of work hours either. I'm talking about smack dead in the work day. Is there a 9 a.m. yoga session you want to do? Do it. Is there a noon Pilates class you want to take? Take it. Are you a runner? Get in a jog in the morning. Make sure you take on some physical activity to help you burn off stress, release some steam and clear your mind. 
your work will be the better for it because you'll have gained some clarity in those sessions. It's easy to get mired in the work and think we have to keep pushing, but please, please take some time in your work week, doing a work day or two to get away and get in some physical fitness. Tip number two, what's your environment like? I spoke a lot about crafting the perfect environment in episode 39, knowing your type is complicated. So if you haven't listened to it, make sure you check it out. But your environment while you're ramping up for a launch in the days following the launch is super important. This is the time where we have paper everywhere, flip charts with graphs all over the place. Our desks are a mess. Emails are shooting back and forth. It's basically chaos. But I want you to be thoughtful about your environment in that moment. Does it have to be chaotic? No. <laughs> is there a way to bring some organization to it? Yes. You need a plan. You need a system. Launches are stressful enough without having to sift through a pile of paperwork or try to figure out diagrams drawn five months ago on a flip chart. Get organized. Give yourself and your team the space that you need to be your best. Bring in some eucalyptus oil to bring a scent of calmness to the space. Declutter your area and add some organization to the mix. Play some calming music that helps you focus. Find what works for your team and yourself and then make sure your environment matches it. It'll help a ton. And finally, tip three, know when to walk away. Launches will get overwhelming. That's just the name of the game. You have to know when you've reached your breaking point and need to just walk away from it all. You may mean, that may mean for what some of us, taking a day off, finding some me time, doing some meditation or recentering. You have to recognize when your threshold has been crossed and you feel yourself kind of reaching a breaking point. You're not as effective when you've gone that far. So you have to know that it's okay to pull back and say, I need a breather and take that moment. You, your business, your launch will all be better for it. I think this is one of the hardest things for entrepreneurs to do, especially at such a critical moment, but it's one we must do. It's non-negotiable because our mental health is super important and we can't allow ourselves to be broken by something that we're trying to birth. So take time, meditate, go to the park, see some art, listen to music, pray, journal, whatever. Whatever it is, you know you need to do when you need to pull away and calm the chaos, do it. Don't be ashamed of doing it. We all should be doing it anyway. Take care of you. Take care of your team and you will have a better launch. Segment three, Black Excellence. I want to talk about a woman who did a launch without gimmicky advertisements and still found herself making $300,000 in her first year of sales on a product that many women can identify with. Crystal Etienne, founder and CEO of Ruby Love, decided one day that she was done dealing with the feminine care products that were on the market. She was tired of the idea of leaking and staining her underwear and clothes and inserting products inside of her. So she decided that it was time for something different. What she did next will result in her brand gaining serious recognition by many women who are in the same place she was about the current feminine hygiene options for our periods. 
she decided to make absorptive underwear that could be worn by women during their periods. She researched the best absorptive materials, functional fabrics, and design styles that will work in developing a good pair of underwear that kept your flow in control. In her basement, she came up with Ruby Love in 2015, and it has been something to witness from there. When she launched, women and teens jumped on the opportunity to have a product that fit what they wanted without embarrassing leaks or tampons. This technology became a game changer, and Etienne, a trendsetter, on the marketplace. Ruby Love soon grew until until not just a period panty company, but one that also does swimwear and also provides educational materials on periods for teens. Now armed with a successful brand that has amassed $10 million in sales since 2015 and $15 million in funding from the craftery, Crystal Etienne is on the path to launch additional products and grow Ruby Love to greater levels that will rival the major brands in the feminine care industry. I stand a woman on a mission. And Crystal Etienne had a vision. She did the work. She crafted the product. She launched it. It grew a following. Now she's seeing the sales and growth that she may have never even imagined. Know that you can do the same. It all starts with the vision for something better or something new. Then making it a reality. You can do it just like Crystal has done it and is doing it. We all have it in us. Let's see it manifest. Segment four, the biz corner. Hello, fellow entrepreneurs. If you haven't noticed already, this episode is all around launching, launching your product or service into the marketplace. So many of us have these amazing ideas that we want to get out. We come up with complicated strategies and tools or whatever is needed to get the product created. Then when it comes time to launch, we wimp out. Our amazing products or services don't even make it out to the marketplace. No one knows it even exists. There are many reasons we have for that. So two such um, in our minds, it's just it's just not ready yet to us. It's like, no, we can't launch this yet. And really, we're just afraid it may fail. No one may like it. We're terrified of taking the leap. I want to get you out of that mindset so you can do what you need to do to launch. First off, don't be afraid to fail. It may fail. It may not fail. Who cares? You'll learn and adjust. Either way, what you put out may not be your final product. You may iterate afterwards. In fact, I expect you to do just that. So don't be afraid to fail. Failure is part of entrepreneurship. I failed at times in my marketing business and power strategy. We had things we put out that didn't catch fire at all. No one would bite. We learned from that. We found out what wouldn't work. We found out what would work. So give yourself the freedom to fail and understand it may happen. That's not a reflection of your you or your work. It just means you're not angled the right way. So adjust and keep moving. Secondly, you have to actually have a plan for marketing. So you have your product ready to go and you, and you say, well, this day is the day I'm going to make it for sale. But does anyone else know? You share it on your Facebook page, maybe your Instagram page or some other social media place. The sharing becomes limited to your circle of followers who, let's face it, rarely share them from there. You have to actually market. It doesn't have to be 
gimmicky. It doesn't have to be car salesman like, but it does have to sell your product. It has to give voice to it that speaks to those who you envision to buy, which means you have to know who those people are. And no, it isn't everyone. I hate when I when people say I want to sell to everybody. It's like, no, let's start with some specifics around that. When I work with clients, we build on what it looks like. Who is it for real? The way that way we have a real person who we know this thing was designed for how they speak, where they are, what they like and what hits home to them. So now when we launch, it's about getting their feed. We need to get inside of their newsfeed creating ads that speak to them and that resonates with them in a deep and meaningful way. The words were as if they spoke them themselves, but still authentic to you as the developer. The ads are targeted specifically to them, giving you qualified leads that can lead to sales because you don't care if it's everybody following your page or everybody liking your Instagram post. If they are not your target audience and they they may not buy, they are just liking something because they saw it. So you have to understand what a qualified lead is. And when you have somebody who's really in a group who may actually purchase from you, but you need to market. You can't believe that you can just create something and people will come. You have to get out there and share why they need it, why you created it. And they will come then. Please market. There was too many of us. This is where too many of us fail. It's an investment, but it's necessary. We must market. Most people do not market. They just choose to put something out and hope their friends and family members bite and share it and put it out there for them. And they do very, very little to actually get the traction they need to sell the product. So you have to market. Marketing is very important to a launch and market before the launch. Don't wait until the you have the product out and ready to go, you can literally start marketing weeks in advance and kind of start getting a feeler, letting people know it's coming. You can set that message and put the communication out there so folks are getting ready and revved up for it. You could do that too. You don't have to wait until the day of launch to market. You can market before then. In fact, you should market before then. And the third and final launch tip is to iterate. I talk about it in the first tip a little bit, but I want to talk about it this a bit more. This is something that I'm bringing into my consulting and coaching for folks who have something to launch. And that's bringing in your consumers earlier to get an idea of how to incorporate what they want better into your product and iterate effectively. Now, this doesn't mean doing like a focus group because you because seriously, who has the time or the money for that? It's more so putting some feelers out with those who you think are your customers to get an idea of their pain point or desires on something related to your product. And I want you to build with that in mind, then launch. Those folks will inadvertently tell you what they like or don't like based on how they interact with what you've launched. From there, while still maintaining your own vision, you can make tweaks to better fit the users and the consumers. You'll find often that it will be um, simpler than whatever you put out, honestly, because people don't like complicated. They don't like depth. They like to get what they need and go. If I'm rolling out an app, I want to know if certain screens are even visited by users. Are they clicking certain buttons often and others not at all? What's their flow in the interaction? Then I may streamline, remove some features, beef up some features. Iteration is what we are, we're used to because it happens all the time with software and apps we have on our phones and our computers. Companies keep making improvements and changes based on how it's used. That's the same way it works for your products and your services. You'll launch what you have 
as you should, but no, you'll iterate afterwards. It's not set it and done. You may have to make some modifications to make an even better experience for your consumers. Iteration is not a bad thing. It can be what gets you more money or use in the long run. Launching isn't easy. It's the most important part of our businesses. It's our moment to put something in the marketplace and see how it's absorbed. Do your homework and get an idea of what you need to do for your own launch. Do you have a marketing plan? Do you have a platform where it can be purchased? Is it ready enough for the marketplace? And you hear I say ready enough because it won't be perfect. Know that if you're waiting for perfection, you will never launch. Get your fear in check. Socialize it and get it out there. Don't be upset if it's weak at first in sales. Iterate what you have and or iterate your marketing. You may find you need to change how your ads are worded or images that you're using or even the platform. Iteration can be anywhere. Just don't be averse to it. I will say this though, don't completely change course on something. You've already put in time and effort switching it up completely, which is like, okay, I'm just gonna toss that whole idea out and just do something else. Don't do that. You just need to improve upon what you have. Understand when you have to make good adjustments instead of desertion or path changes. That's a tough one for many of us. I know it is for me, but we need to get that in check and instead understand the why when it comes to something not going the way we thought and dive deep into what you need to do to improve. Anyway, folks, that's the show. Launching is complicated. Don't be afraid to launch what you have. Put it in the marketplace and iterate when necessary. You got this, entrepreneurs. It won't be easy, but much will be gotten from the process. I want to hear about your launches, so don't be afraid to reach out to me. If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Follow me, Sheena, your host, on Instagram and Twitter at SheenaD1. Or you can check out my website, SheenaHunt.com. Like the show, rate, subscribe, and share with family and friends. Make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our page or with those around you. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember the best life is beautifully complicated. Hey, podcasters, quick note before we end the show. Speaking of effective launches, I want to help you launch your product to the marketplace. It's time we understand what your market wants and ensure your product is what they need before wasting time and money. Taking your time through this process to build and test ahead of putting it in the marketplace for sale, we can improve your chances of having a solid product ready for sale. Are you ready for your next? Go to my website, www.sheenahunt.com and go to the contact page. Shoot me an email and let's see if we're fit to work together to craft your destiny. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.